how immigration can reduce inflation and save our economy. When the economy is growing rapidly, companies and consumers have more money to spend. The stronger demand for goods and services can cause prices to rise and inflation to spike. Inflation is not good. The federal government has two levers it can use to slow or stimulate economic activity, taxes and interest rates. When inflation gets too high, like it is today, the government will increase interest rates to slow the demand for goods and services. People buy fewer cars, homes, and luxury items when interest rates are higher. When demand is reduced, prices tend to stabilize, which slows inflation. However, even the smartest economists in the world know it's extremely difficult to create the perfect balance of supply and demand for the economy. If demand slows too much, the economy can slip into a recession, causing all sorts of other risks, including massive layoffs and high unemployment. However, today we have zero economic growth and high inflation. So how is this possible? Inflation today is being driven by three primary factors. Oil prices due to the war in Ukraine, supply chain issues around the world caused by COVID, and labor shortages due to our counterproductive immigration policies here in the States. The first two are anomalies, but labor shortages are a systemic problem in the United States that won't go away unless something significant is done to address it. The last time the United States had inflation this high, Ronald Reagan was president. FHA interest rates at that time were in excess of 18%. Yes, you read that correctly. Whether you like Reagan or not, he understood one of the ways that you curb inflation without halting economic growth is by increasing the number of people in the workforce. Reagan also knew that the only way to accomplish this in a reasonable amount of time was through immigration. Reagan and his Republican successor, George H.W. Bush, overhauled our immigration policies, including providing amnesty for 3 million undocumented immigrants and paving the way for 20 million additional immigrants who entered the country over a 20-year span. Believe it or not, Republicans were once the pro-business and pro-immigrant party in America. Reagan's immigration policies worked. They helped curb inflation, and they set the country up for the longest stretch of economic growth in history. Unfortunately, today's narrative around immigration rarely frames it as an economic issue, which it is. Instead, the country has become blinded by culture wars and fear-mongering politicians. Last week, 53 migrants died of heat and dehydration in the back of a semi-truck in South Texas. This was the worst immigration-related tragedy in U.S. history, and hardly anyone noticed. Regardless of your politics, you have to be a monster not to have compassion for these people who are only seeking a better life. Make no mistake, they would not have entered this country if there wasn't someone here ready to hire them. Illegal immigration is bad for everyone involved, especially the immigrants themselves. But it's also indicative of a broken system and a dysfunctional government. People all over the world want to come to the United States because we have the strongest economy in the world. But that may not be the case for long. 
Those of us who were around in the 80s remember when everyone thought Japan would surpass the United States as a leader in the global economy. Obviously, that didn't happen. And it didn't happen for one primary reason. Japan has some of the strictest immigration policies in the world. And with no job growth for nearly three decades, the Japanese economy has literally shrunk. The current labor shortage-induced inflation is only the start of our problems if we don't get our act together. As our population continues to get older and more people are entering retirement age, the only thing that will keep our Social Security system from becoming insolvent is immigration. Conversely, more workers in America means long-term economic growth with minimal inflation and more prosperity for the whole country. This is not rocket science. Yeah, I've talked about immigration a lot in this blog over the last three or four years because it is a important issue to me personally, as well as one I think is important to the health and well-being of the U.S. economy. Unfortunately, as I said in my blog, the whole subject of immigration has become so politicized and people are, have such an emotional reaction to the issue that they can't seem to see through that and, and recognize what a powerful tool it is for us economically. I remember when I was visiting Mexico, I was there for an LDC board meeting a couple of years ago, and uh, I had a chance to talk to some Mexican government officials. And it was right around the time that Trump was undoing the DACA program. And one of the women that worked for the government told me that she actually fielded calls from, I think, China, and there was a couple of European countries who basically told her if the U.S. deports the DACA kids back to Mexico and they can't essentially take care of them, that they would be more than happy to take them in their own countries and provide them with immediate citizenship. I mean, they understood, you know, that these these young people are an asset and an asset that any reasonable person or or government official would appreciate. It's starting to get dire. The issue with inflation, I think, is only the tip of the iceberg. Um, the real issue is the proportion of people that we have in our workforce as it pertains to our entire population is getting smaller. Uh, so we have fewer workers supporting our economy, supporting our retirement community, supporting Medicare. And that is probably going to come to a big head soon. So either we're going to you know, admit more people into the country through immigration policy or we're going to have to raise taxes significantly. And, and believe me, the, the secondary issue is not one anybody wants and will have dire consequences to our economy for a long, long time. So we just got to wake up and start to talk about this in an intelligent way and just get rid of all the rhetoric and the negativity. We all are in this together. Thanks. Yeah.